BYOT. Bring your own tacos. Dick swinging. Swinging. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast. We can say fuck. We can say fuck. With Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. I don't care if it's spoken. This is cool. That's a decent amount of sausage. This man you know needs what? a doctor. Yeah, I just hope they're tasty. What's up with these clowns, man? Cut the lights and went through people's pockets. Don't you point that at each other. Let them smoke a little. You need to like step it up to that point. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not gonna lead with the. We're not gonna lead. Uh, <laughs> It was weird, dude. Honestly, I I don't know if it was something like it was me being susceptible to uh, certain situations. Went back as far back as I can remember. I think I was like six years old. Um, I used okay. to uh, I used to see this guy in my closet, dude. Uh, he had like a half burnt face. It looked scared the living shit out of me. Uh, like, I can imagine as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. That shit. Dude, it's weird. Like, I, I, I don't want to. You guys think I'm like insane or anything? Like, I, I, he would like, talk to me. He'd be like, "Fucking bad." I, I would just be like, "What the fuck, dude? Just hide under my covers." And like, one time I went in the closet and I actually looked and like I saw him and scared the crap out of me. And I kept it a secret for a while. Finally, told my parents and they thought I was out of my mind. Sent me to like Damn. so many therapy sessions. And like, this kid is fucking crazy. Sounds like the start of every ghost movie. Yeah, seriously, and I, I, and it ended. It kind of ended when I got older, um, until uh, I would say quite recently. It was maybe about uh, three, four years ago. Um, I was home from school, and I, uh, my parents and everyone left to bring my sister to uh, go check out her college. And I'm uh, sitting at home. And we have one of those home security systems that actually contacts the police if uh, something goes off. And um, I'm sitting there, and the same closet, I, I hear a thump upstairs, so I go up, and the closet door fell off its hinges, and I was like, what the fuck? And the dogs, I had about a few dogs, and they, they looked really suspicious of it, so they went towards the door, and one of them peered their head in, because there was a little opening from the way the door fell, and the second the dog peered its head in, it ran, just ran back, it just ran right out out the door ran out of the house and was just like you, you could tell the dog was like fucking spooked the second the dog ran the alarm started going off and normally if the alarm goes off you're gonna get a call from the alarm company asking if everything's okay what I found extremely weird is that I turned off the alarm no one ever called so I was like was it really the alarm going off or was it tripped from some paranormal stuff. Okay. I mean, who knows? Huh. That's that's eerie, especially when it, whenever I hear an, animals reacting. Yeah, that to like things you don't see. That's that's a little odd. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was, it was scary, dude. Uh, I was like, I'm not chilling in this house alone anymore. I'm good on that. Is that an old house or? Yeah. Relatively new. No, I I, I believe it's it's fairly old. And I, and I know that um, the area, um, Copeg, the town that we were in, uh, is, is named after an Indian tribe. There is um, a, uh, it used to be a woods, and uh, uh, pretty much everywhere used to be woods. Uh, but I, I know there's a lot of areas in Long Island that 
were heavily settled by Native Americans. Oh yeah, big time, big time, yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah, it was pretty Whoa. nuts, dude. It was... It's definitely spooky. You're not in that house anymore, luckily. No, thank God. Get the fuck <laughs> out of there. Got away from the burn face, man. Yeah, right. Well, that's a, that was a perfect October spooky, creepy story to start us off here. Yeah, breaking it in to this episode. Welcome to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matthew. And I'm Jesse. And today we are joined by our guest host, Matt Hanley. What's up, you guys? Thanks for being here, man. Oh, definitely. We appreciate your company as you're yeah. scaring the crap out of us with yeah. your uh, ghost stories. Yeah, spooking the shit out of us, man. That's what I do best, you <laughs> Now, we always like to thank our Patreon supporters at the top of the show. First off, we got Dave Gunn. Thank you, man. Yeah, man. Thanks, Dave. Next up, we got Kyle Nolan Bradford from the Crime Roulette podcast. Yeah, be sure. Thank to, you guys very much. Be sure to check them out. They do a hell of a show. And then we got Aaron W. of the Yes and I Am podcast. Thanks, man. Appreciate the support. Hell yeah. Another great podcast to check out. So we have a, we also have a new thing that we're doing along with our Patreon shoutouts. Uh, we started a bit of a contest on Twitter every week. If you have a podcast and you retweet our pinned, pinned tweet, which should be our most recent episode, you have a chance to get a pod shoutout, which is what we're just about to do here. Hell yeah. We got a good response from it too. Yeah, it's not bad. We got five. We got five retweets on uh, it. Yeah, for the I, first uh, time. I think I'm gonna. Yeah, I think I'm gonna try and publicize it a little bit more uh, on Twitter throughout the week because it was kind of a spur of the moment idea that we started doing it. Hell yeah! yeah but it's cool. The way this is gonna work, out of the five that we have here, Matt, I have them in front of me. Matt doesn't see them. He's gonna pick number one through five. Whatever uh, one he picks, they're, they're getting the shout out. I'm gonna go with three. It's my number. All right, three is Pop Nation USA. Nice. It's uh, right. three three guys hell bent on saving the world from crappy beer, educating you on beers, breweries, beer, and events, and more. You can listen Fridays on iTunes, and you can follow them at Hip Hop Nation or Hop Nation USA. Did I say Hip Hop Nation? You said Hip Hop Nation. I was expecting it looked, an, like uh, they were gonna feed me some hip hop. I started. I started reading about worthy. beers. Oh, I fucked up the first pod chat out. I was out, pretty excited. I was pretty excited, I can at, say. <laughs> at Hop Nation USA. Still, Hop Nation USA. Still check out. worth checking out. Who doesn't like beer? Any guy listen to this. Come on. We all like And if you want a shitty shout out, make sure you retweet our, <laughs> our uh, tweet on Twitter. Come on now. People are still hearing so, about Matt, it. So Matt, what... Segwaying, what do we got coming up in the show? All right, we're going to start it out. As always, we got a shit ton of bizarre news. We got some good shit going on. Ooh, dude, we got a good clip. It's uh, it's debatable. Take what you want from it. We'll get to it later. Then we're going to talk about some video games. We got a blast from the past. We're going to talk about some of our favorite uh, horror-type video games. And we have the games of gold, of course. And then we're going to wrap it up. We've had... Uh, come across the list of the best haunted attractions we figured we'd talk about a few of them so stick around and with our weird news we always like to start out with a little bit of weed news and this time we're talking about senator al franken uh he is a senator out of minnesota and he had a c scoring by normal which is the national organization for the reform of marijuana laws hell yeah now 
that's not a great uh, score to be getting from normal as a senator. But recently, that could change for him, and he could be looking at a bright and shiny A+. Because this month, he introduced a couple of bills. Uh, one to allow states to establish their own me medical marijuana laws without federal obstruction. Uh, he's signed on to another that would allow legal weed businesses to do banking. Nice. And uh, he's co-sponsoring a third one to allow marijuana growers to sell growers and sellers to receive tax credits and deductions for expenditures like other small businesses. Hell yeah, just like any other farm that's operating, they get tax credits for a lot of the shit they have to buy equipment and supplies. That makes sense. B the banking's amazing. Businesses in general. There's a lot of stuff that they can't write off. Would that be a first for the banking? Other states that are... Well, there's an issue with federal banking because no matter what, it's federally illegal. So as soon as, like, a bank takes it, they're yeah. under, like, a legal obligation. They could get raided and they can get closed down, basically, because they've taken money from a, a drug operation, knowingly. The yeah. only way around it is working with local credit unions that don't operate or have to answer to the federal. Yeah, like... Oh, okay. And even then, they still have to sort of charge it as, like, an ATM charge on your card and then pay you, like, and give you change. It's crazy, man. So, I mean, this kind of stuff is what we need in our Congress and Senate. You know, people who are going to support making it easier for these businesses to get off the ground rather than stifling them with more restrictive laws that are severely out of date yeah i feel like a lot of people that have the money to actually step into this industry that's going to be so fruitful are afraid to because of what could happen if they do invest a lot of money into it it could just get shut down and fucking boom that's you know half a million dollars fucking getting yeah, license seriously. applications are fucking enough to begin with yeah. and uh a little side note about al franken he was on snl a writer on snl back in like the i want to say when it started and he, so he's seen his uh, share of cocaine and marijuana use in the past. Ha. Huh. That makes a lot of sense. But uh, he, he, you know, he, he swore off drugs and stuff when uh, he saw a lot of his friends overdosing young and becoming victim to addictive tendencies and stuff like that. But it's good to hear that he's coming around on, on marijuana. Uh, as always, I'll post this up on the Facebook on Mondays so that people can check out the article if they want that article was out of citypages.com. Yeah, man. I'm glad to hear that because, uh, man, I'm a firm believer that weed's like a... It's a good substitute. It'll keep people off of a lot of other options, a lot of worse drugs out there. Very true. Yeah. And the guy at our next story, maybe if he uh, stuck to weed, he wouldn't really be brought up on American Slacker right now. <laughs> a 33-year-old man who used to play for the Detroit Red Wings... Yuri Hudler recently came into some trouble on a flight after he uh, demanded that a flight attendant give him some cocaine. I don't think they keep that in the uh, beverage cart. They, they don't, unfortunately. And when she denied giving him cocaine, he uh, threatened to have her killed by her, his friends when they arrived in Prague. So you're 30,000 feet in the air, freaking out because you don't have coke. That's exactly what this situation sounds like. Oh, so yeah. I'm going to... I'm gonna, have someone knock, fucking knock you over oh, I, when we land at our destination. I can only imagine. He's probably panicking in this <laughs> fucking tube trapped in the sky. Needs more cocaine. Apparently now they're accusing him that he did cocaine in the bathroom previously. And uh, he even tried to urinate on a food cart on the plane. <laughs> 
Uh, of course What's he's that gonna accomplish? Yeah, yeah. Of course he's denying all of this. <laughs> now th it's coming to an issue where it's gonna make it hard for him. He's uh he's currently a free agent trying to get signed, and uh, this is gonna make it a bit harder for him to get signed. <laughs> obviously, I would think. <laughs> He's a, good, well, he's a good player, though. The so weirdest thing is that he won the, uh, in 2015, he won the Lady Bing Trophy, which is given to the player uh, who exhibited the best type of sportsmanship. Yeah. <laughs> one guy in the game, one guy out of the game. Yeah. Oh, my God. I guess, right? He he only respects his fellow hockey players, apparently. Don't hold me to the same standards in regular life. It's fucking crazy out here. Have you tried cocaine? For all, for all we know, this could have been a coke deal gone wrong. She was supposed to have the drugs. She was supposed to get him through security and get him onto the plane. Mr. Hudler, you got on the wrong plane. <laughs> oh, it's, so there's a different flight attendant yep. that's holding, apparently. Holding a large baggie full of that uh, white powder he's after. Hey, huh? someone had Maybe. a good flight though. <laughs> yeah, she's like, ah, oh, he's not coming. So she just did it all herself. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, getting enraged, enraged is all the rage as we move into our next story. This weekend, people were offered a special Szechuan dipping sauce from McDonald's as inspired by the Rick and Morty promotion of, uh, if you're not familiar uh, with Rick and Morty, it is a, uh, I guess, knockoff version of... Back to the Future, but a cartoon and very, very rude and hilarious. <laughs> and McDonald's caved into uh, Rick and Morty show demand of wanting to have the Szechuan dipping sauce, which was a dipping sauce that was released for the Mulan movie back in the 90s <laughs> as a promotion. And people, or people at McDonald's severely underestimated the chaos that could rain down on them for not having enough of this dipping sauce for this promotion. <laughs> what, what was it? Like some guy that he sold that sauce, right? For like an absurd oh my God, amount I'm sure. on eBay? <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised oh, if people went and snatched them up. Like there, there's video footage of people chanting, we want sauce, we want sauce. <sighs> I, don't, I don't know Who if was... you guys can hear that. Oh my God, it sounds like... Panicked. <laughs> they're 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 clearly enraged at the fact that they have not provided enough sauce. They said that they only were provided seventy sauces, and there were like a thousand people outside this one McDonald's. <laughs> and I guess I I, I thought there was too. supposed to be a poster or something too. I thought I had read something here about them having like posts. They were supposed to have posters, and one place only had like ten posters. And people freaked out. There's all kinds of tweets about it. There's people holding up signs that says no Szechuan sauce. Hashtag give us the sauce. Hashtag give us the sauce. I don't care if it takes nine seasons, which is a reference to the to the Rick and Morty uh, episode where he's demanding this dipping sauce. <sighs> Must be some good fucking yeah. sauce. I, I mean, that's the thing. People haven't even been able to try it because it was the promotion was so underwhelming with how much they provided to the actual stores. Some stores didn't even know what people were talking about when they brought up the Szechuan sauce yeah. promotion. <laughs> happened to me. I was a little, I was oh, a little upset. Not gonna lie. You probably, and you know what that was? That was fucking store managers hoarding it all for themselves. Oh, you know. Putting exactly. it down on eBay. Putting it on eBay, making a fortune. 
They should have got. They should have got some of that sauce on the uh, the flight. Could at least hook that guy up with that instead of oh, some cocaine. There you go. Yeah. Calm your ass down. Damn. <laughs> there's there's a posting. <laughs> we got we got Szechuan sauce. Just there's relax. a posting on eBay of Szechuan sauce that's going for six hundred and forty four dollars Australian. Yeah, no, I told you it was um the whole big ordeal about it was uh, this guy when they first released it <laughs> saved it from back when Mulan Jesus. came out and this dude sold like one fucking thing of sauce for like it was like in the thousands dude it was Jesus, absurd that's insane oh my god that's crazy hey stock stock market's crashing but you know you can always invest yep. in this one right fuck baseball cards and comic books <laughs> <laughs> yeah right the Szechuan sauces are where it's at that's why I've been stockpiling ranch in my glove box Oh god. I don't think ranch is gonna have a uh increase in value over time. You never know, man. Just bribing officers when you get pulled over. <laughs> Sir, I've got oh, the sauce. I got tons of Szechuan in here if we could make this all go away. Listen, what if I told you I had two packets of Szechuan with your name on them? <laughs> He's like whoa. It's like whoa, whoa, let's just say this ticket never happened. It's like let me go turn the dash camera around. <laughs> Can't make this deal on camera. <laughs> So yeah, if you if you haven't tried Szechuan sauce, you probably never will. And if you haven't seen Rick and Morty, go check it out. Yeah, man. That's what I have it's to say wacky, man. They're traveling back in time. They're fucking doing all kinds of crazy scientific experiments on that show. I like it. It's a oh, new yeah. addiction because multiverse. Maybe check it out. Well, speaking of uh, time traveling, <clears throat> the gentleman in our next story claims that he's uh traveling through time, and it's all due to aliens. Brian Johnson was arrested for public intoxication by Casper Police in Wyoming <laughs> after he had been running around town telling people that the aliens were coming next year and we need to make sure to leave as fast as possible. Oh, we only got a year. Fuck. One year, man. We're in deep shit. Where does he expect us we, to go? Elon yeah, Musk, right? he's, he's urging. We need to speed <laughs> yeah, up this right. Mars X. <laughs> Apparently, another thing uh, he had mentioned to the cops is that he stood on a giant pad, which supposedly was supposed to transport him to the year 2018, and it brought him here. So something happened there. Mishap. <laughs> he was off by a little Maybe bit. he was off a little bit on the alcohol, because he claimed that he was able to travel through time because the aliens filled his body with alcohol. <laughs> oh, it's part of the process. Yeah. You have to get really drunk to time travel? Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I yeah, got. It makes I, sense. Guess. I keep trying that, but it only goes forward. Yeah, oof. Yeah, it goes forward. What happened to these you just days? Just wake up like eight hours later feeling really shitty. Oh, yeah, a lot of regret. Hey, maybe to... you know that's kind of the one part of the story that actually makes a little sense. I mean, they found that he had a uh, blood alcohol constant, a concentration of like point one three six. Damn, he's fucking wasted. My favorite part is, he says he wants. He wants to talk with the uh, the president yeah. of the town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's... town president. Yeah. Oh my god, I completely overlooked it. <laughs> be the governor, man. Uh, he needs to warn the head of the town. Yeah, you know? too Who funny. else would he speak to besides the president of the town? Get me the county secretary of defense. They get like fuck every other. He won't town, shut up at the jail. They're just like get the janitor. Go over there and just, <laughs> just stay. Yeah. The tell, him, tell him he's the town president. <laughs> believe it so what i what i think's fucked up about this is if if the aliens are coming next year and he was supposed to be sent to 2018 they're just gonna drop him like a day before it happens yeah, he's, as like a as like a funny joke like, or something man i'm just i just like, wanted to check it out get drunk. 
We're gonna release you um, like the day before it happens, and like watch people not believe you, and then like we want to see the look on their faces when they realize you were right, and we come in the next day. Like that's a that's an elaborate plan. But- for these aliens, Maybe he was just a scout, and they were gonna pull him the out. Of time they were like, "We're gonna pull you out right before it happens. Don't worry, we're not gonna pull him out." And then we can all laugh like, at how dumb wait. everyone was for not believing you. <laughs> it's an elaborate fucking joke. Like, it, it makes more sense to get dropped like a year before, because then like you have a year to try and warn people. I, I don't know. Maybe, if he, I guess if he's right, we'll maybe see. the alcohol <laughs> made him forget that detail. It's like, oh, no, no, I was arguing I needed to go to the 2018, but they kept telling me I needed to go to 2017. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Either way, uh, I'm sure he's going to wake up sober, and uh, he's going to be kind of screwed. Full of regret. <laughs> that's that's for sure. An- another person who's probably uh, <laughs> regretting their decisions is uh, the grandson in our next story, because he didn't put down that fucking last donut. Oh. And that's a, that's a stab-worthy charge on on part of his grandfather. Oh, his grandfather doesn't handle that shit. Well, the last donut's a serious offense. Don't, don't fuck with grandpa's last donut. Right? And in Raytown, Missouri, the man was, a man has been charged with stabbing his 12-year-old grandson in the arm <laughs> after an argument over a donut. Oh. 67-year-old man was charged... Tuesday with first degree domestic assault and armed criminal action. Bond said at 50 grand. What's more interesting is the fact that he snapped early on Tuesday when the boy refused to give him a donut. So it wasn't even the last donut, he was just being greedy as fuck. <sighs> wow. Oh, what an asshole. Wow. The bleeding boy then ran to get help at a neighbor's house. He the blade went completely through the boy's forearm, creating a four inch long Oh wound. fuck. Jesus. And police. And that's what happens when you disrespect your elders. Oh my god. He's lucky. You learned real quick that you should give people the donut. Especially if they got a knife. Oh, who pulled it out? Did, did the grandpa pull the knife out or did the kid? I mean, I feel like he should have his arm, like, I, fucking stuck to the table. <laughs> I feel like it's a grandpa because the, uh, the police found what appeared to be a bloody... First off, things don't appear to be a bloody knife. Either it's a bloody knife or it's looks completely not like a bloody knife. It could so be jam until further testing. Somebody could have been making... <laughs> this This looks like Nutella. I gotta look oh. it. Oh, that's, that's not Nutella. Oh. That is not that's Nutella. That's human fecal matter. <laughs> so, the, uh, the police found a, what appeared to be a blo- uh, bloody knife with a 10 inch uh, blade outside the victim's home. So I'm thinking the grandpa, after he did it, he's like, ah, fuck. The kid, like, runs out. He's like, I probably shouldn't have stabbed... Well, while eating a donut, he's like, I probably shouldn't have stabbed this kid. Oh and he just goes to the porch, and he goes, Ugh! And he, like, wings the knife. Never look. Just like, I'm gonna get this, Ugh! out in the yard. They'll never find it. Oh, my God. I wonder if he wiped the prince off. The house? I wonder if he wiped the prince, man. What kind of donuts are we thinking are, are stab-worthy? I was thinking they gotta be, like, uh, powdered... Powdered jelly. Kind of yeah, stab those, and they're bloody. Cream. I don't know. Like fitting. I, I'm thinking classic Must chocolate frosted with sprinkles. There's got to be some good powder on those fucking donuts oh, to <laughs> Oh, God. He's like, give me the one with sprinkles. It's like, that's mine. It's like, give me the one with sprinkles. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't want the plain donut, <laughs> goddamn it. It's like that. You're stuck with an old-fashioned, or you can stab him and get the fucking <laughs> chocolate frosted with sprinkles. <laughs> don't give the old-timers the old-fashions. They don't like it. Well, Billy's not allowed at Grandpa's house anymore. Oh, God. Uh... <laughs> he keeps stabbing him over pastries. <laughs> yeah. Last time was a oh. big Newton. <laughs> Jesus. 
Oh, getting stabbed over a fig noodle would be pretty low. <laughs> well, you know, during the holidays, times times get really tense with the family. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's why you always got to bring enough crescent rolls. Oh, yeah. Then uh, enough knives. Yeah. yeah, have a backup. Stick to the butter knives this fucking Thanksgiving. People. Yeah, yeah, give everybody the dull, dull, dull uh, plastics. God, I love Thanksgiving, man. Fucking turkey, got your cranberry. Fuck with a little pumpkin pie. Oh, I got a actually I got a blackberry pie earlier today. Speaking Ooh, of that, that's nice. A little tarty. I, I love pumpkin pie, man. That's what, like when I fuck with pies. There's only two pies I fuck with. What? I'm big on the pumpkin. I'll take pumpkin Ooh, over pumpkin apples. pie, man. I'm big on pumpkin spice in general. I've been like fucking chugging down pumpkin spice coffees. There you go. And then. Uh, <laughs> Pumpkin spice has caused quite the roar recently in Baltimore, actually. An unusual smell prompted the evacuation of a high school. Cristo Rey Hazut High School <laughs> was evacuated after students and teachers detected a strong smell. Several people were brought to the hospital for stomach issues. Damn. Everybody was thinking... You'd think it's like a gas Yeah, yeah. Everybody was thinking, you know, the worst. It was an odd odor. You know, maybe there's bacteria and mold. I mean, we had an incident in our school. One of them raccoons got oh. back up into the vent systems. Oh, God. Are schools in Baltimore that bad? It is a pretty rough city. <laughs> they get in there to get out of the heat, and then by fall, they you start to smell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the funniest thing is, like, the, the fire department responds, they can't find anything. And then they locate a pumpkin spice air, like aerosol can that's plugged into an outlet. So it's like one of those auto dispense units. And that's what. Oh, like the little like, oil yeah. burner things? Yeah, or like. It, I, well, it says aerosol, so I'm imagining like one of the spray ones that's uh, time. Oh, so okay. it must have just been a really shitty company. And I wished that we had the company name because I would shame the company because you're doing damage <laughs> with your product. You evacuated a fucking high school. <laughs> I know people can be really sensitive to smells, too. True. Maybe it got fucked up and it was just, like, triggering auto. It just, like, kept fucking pumping it. Bah, 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 bah. It's just, like, fucking pumpkin spice overload. You can't even tell what it is anymore. So we're going from a pumpkin spice overload to uh, a bit of a knockout challenge between George Foreman and Steven Seagal. Now, that's a fight that I think we all want to see. Oof. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Money's on Steven. What? Well, oh my I was, god. <laughs> I was going to say, the, the 68-year-old boxing legend challenged <laughs> the 65-year-old action movie star to a 10-round fight in Vegas. Oh my god, yeah. I, I, I got my money on Foreman, without a doubt. He's got fucking monster hands. And yeah, I would say so. He's just going to fucking knock him out right away. I don't care is what this, Seagal tries using. Is this the next Mayweather-McGregor fight? Oh yeah, Who knows? Dude, how much I would fucking pay to see that. I'll pay a cover charge at a bar to see that. I'll pay twenty. Someone bucks. might die in the ring. They're both quite old. One of them just drops of a heart attack as soon as the bell rings for the first round. Bing bing. The paramedics ah. standing by. I I say if I had to put money on somebody dropping dead, it would be Steven Seagal. Yeah, yeah, I would say so too. I think there's one one karate kick too high. It hasn't stretched in years. Oh, like it just pulls it down on the mat. He knocked himself out. God, yeah. <laughs> Kicks aren't even allowed in the boxing match. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Foreman tweeted, Steven Seagal, I challenge you one-on-one. -on -one. I use boxing. You can use whatever. Ten rounds in <laughs> Vegas. And then he quickly said, no weapons. No hand -hand weapons. Only. No weapons. He's like, Steven Seagal's like, nope, no take backs. I get to use a crowbar. 
Fuck oh, he's he's so, got the chair. He's gonna. He's use, got like, the chair. Assassins, man. I don't know. Uh, I think Foreman's just gonna snap him. Pop, Big George pop, Foreman pop. versus the the new Russian uh, Steven Seagal. Oh God. That's his boxing name now. The new, the new Russian. Russian. The memes well, coming out of this are hilarious. He does hold a citizenship in Russia, so I mean. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm curious what sparked this like I know right this beef between these I wonder guys. if Seagal yeah. like disrespected him or something he's like fuck your grills oh my god yo I got one of those grills and I vouch for it I'm gonna say it's convenient yeah dude no they're fucking it's convenient <laughs> got me through college dude, you know I love it still <laughs> okay so I guess uh, they're saying him that Foreman might be challenging him uh, Steven Seagal to this fight because of his comments about the NFL and the players uh, who are protesting currently. I guess he put out, Steven Seagal put out some kind of uh, video commenting on it, and uh, George Foreman's like, I'm going to fight you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fight you over this. So they, they, we can't say that that's the reason for sure, but it's odd that, like, I guess the timing sort of lines up for that. Yeah. I mean, shit. He's an old school man. You don't disrespect an old school man. Two powerhouses going at it in the ring. I'm I'm Geriatrics rumbling this Sunday. Oh, dude, I bet you Foreman's still ripped as fuck. I bet you Seagull is just this flabby old fucking dude signing books now and movie covers and movie posters. See, I wish it wasn't hand-to-hand. I wish Foreman could use his grills. Oh, my God. One on each hand, plugged in with extension cords. (laughs) <laughs> like boxing gloves. Just go, oh. going to clamp on them and grill, grill, grill. Oh my god. God, one grill on each hand, like clamps. Call him yeah, the clamp. Ba, <laughs> Dude, that's ba, ba, awesome. ba, ba. Oh my god, just clamping his head while just like reaching around and just jabbing him in the stomach with one of the grills. <gasps> now, uh. I think Steven Seagal would use uh, Ninja Stars though. Ooh. Like that well, would be like, his weapon of choice. I feel like that's uh that's the, where the lines cross on weaponry. It can't be like a deadly throwing. Yeah, like, but Foreman could block him with the grills. Ting ting. Oh, that. Ding, ding 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 ding. Deflecting him off into the crowd. That'd be some audience participation. Oh my god. Why eyewear and helmets would definitely be necessary at the. Uh, that's a foul ball you don't want to catch. <laughs> Just turn your head down if the star comes at you. <laughs> oh god. God. Yeah, I'm not sure Vegas would allow. They this. gotta do it in one of the octagon rings, so they, they don't, the weaponry doesn't fly out. We've Cajun. talked about a lot of uh, outrageous fights that may or may not happen in oh our lifetime. God. Yeah, a bear versus like three MMA fighters. Or versus one woman in a ring. We talked about that actually happened. Oh God, yeah. Wait, oh yeah. Yeah. And you'll have to listen That's to some of our past episodes. That's a throwback, way back in the archive. Oh, and even farther back is uh, medieval knights fighting in full battle regalia. Oh my god. Yeah, M1. M1's yeah, ridiculous. In, in an octagon, yeah. Yeah, M1 knights are ridiculous. Just slam in someone's head with the butt of your sword. Just get him in a headlock. Just wrap on it like a bucket. <laughs> oh, man. A woman fighting a bear, though, that's a... Uh... True wow. story. I, f- I forget the, the lady's name. Well, the bear was chained up, but she submitted it a couple times, I think. It tapped. Yeah, it tapped. Oh, now she's just being a bitch. <laughs> it, was only, it was only a black bear, though. If that shit was a grizzly, it would have ankle-locked her. 
They got way better technique. <laughs> Either way, I'm still saying, man, I'm still saying Foreman's going to clean up Seagull easier than his grills clean up. I'm telling you. That's the George Foreman grill. Go go to Macy's today. You can get your own. It's really nice. No, I'm just kidding. This is this is an advertisement for that. He's just going to beat the shit out of uh, Seagull. Sh There's a little pot little part of the bottom of the ring that pulls out you can just clean his ass oh off. my god oh he needs you gotta to take those out. grease drippings and shoot him back like a shot yeah. that's what oh that's for just oh disgusting just scrape away all the nasty oh. Cigar. oh we're gonna this is this is disgusting territory we're stepping out of here we're nope, stepping no one's out. eating uh well the burglar in our next story made sure to to clean up after he was done at a long island restaurant which is uh close home to you Actually, right, Matt? Yeah. Oh, Hicksville. Yeah, yeah, Hicksville, New York. Which, uh, which restaurant this is, is this? Nelly's oh, Taqueria. What is that? Taqueria? 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 Taqueria. I've never heard of a place, but I'm assuming they serve it's food. You, that it's where like. they make tacos. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sounds like a type of diarrhea. Legit. <laughs> no, they got, uh, out here it's really prevalent. You got, like, taquerias all, all over the place. It's just like a, it's like a kitchen where you can get burritos and stuff like that. Oh, that's sick. It's like, a lunch, like a lunch counter, deli counter, but for like Mexican food. I knew I'd like it as soon as I heard talk, talk. That works for me. Well, security video showed him put, put on the gloves, started heating up a pot, and then he hammered over in the register. He pocketed the money, and he put a dollar in the tip jar, because he's, he's a little courteous, you know. And then, oh, what a nice guy. And then he started cooking up a storm in, in the dark. Including beans, chicken, and shrimp. Damn. He's yeah. eating good. Yeah. This guy's got taste. Hell yeah, man. Um, the owner of the restaurant says that uh, the dude had some skills. He, he admired his cooking skills through the security like, footage. He's like flipping the chicken in the thing. Throw a little bit of hot oil in so the flames go up. Uh, he's like, he's smooth. Got a regular guy Fieri here. Yeah, man. And Flavor town. Oh, don't take me to Flavortown. Like, my no. God, this man's from Flavortown. Oh. Send out guy, the Guy Fieri squad. Oh, God. Frosted tips everywhere. <laughs> After heating, he covered and refrigerated the food and wiped down all surfaces. Damn. Yeah. He's cleaning up his evidence. Well, you know, I, I, I get it. I get it. You know, you're, you're already doing a nuisance of robbing the register. Why is it going to make more of a headache for him? And it's not like him. they're gonna have money money to pay his staff to clean up after that, so I'm Yeah, yeah, true. This, this guy's super courteous. Yeah. <laughs> this, 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 he, he came there the night before. Yeah, it too. says that they, he, he was there the night before but didn't cook. So I don't know if he broke in and left or if he just like was they were there out of chicken. The day. He was there for a specific dish. Oh, imagine he's like it's all because they were out of chicken. Or they cooked it wrong. They cooked it wrong. He's like, man, I'm going to break in there and cook it the right way. <laughs> I know this chicken can taste great. And he, uh, he was there applying for a job. Like, we don't think you have the skills. Oh. He's like, I'll show you guys. You have like a legit meal, labeled it, put it in the fridge for him. <laughs> They're like, holy shit, dude. Someone get this guy some good job. fucking chicken. But then he's off into the <laughs> night to do it to another restaurant. <laughs> yeah, it's a mysterious guy. Cooking himself some food. It's like, it, so how, how much did he get out of the till, did they end up saying? 
No, they did, there's no notice of like how much money he pulled from the register. I'm sure it wasn't, you know, anything crazy. I mean, he didn't that, tip that much, so hopefully he wasn't that greedy. <laughs> so that and that was caught on like uh, security camera footage. Yeah, this is all caught on security footage. That's how the uh, restaurant owner was able to admire his cooking. You know, maybe he'll get a cooking show deal from this. You never know. There maybe you go. that footage will go viral. Security cam like cooking. Salt bay. Food With network is looking <laughs> for this unknown man. As well as the uh, police in New York. Well, you know, another person everyone's looking for is Bigfoot. Hell yeah, man. And in our scary (laughs) clip of the week, we have Bigfoot drone footage. Potential. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Asterix potential. Bigfoot drone. Allegedly. Bigfoot drone footage. Bigfoot on a drone. I don't know. I like I like looking at it. It's cool, you know. But it's kind of compelling. It's it still kind of looks like a dude in a fucking ape costume. Now, uh, Maddie, have you like watched this at all yet? No. Uh, if you if you go and click on that link there, about I'd say go about four and a half minutes in. It, it'll give you a good like still frame. In the video, because it's a long video, it's like a nine-minute video. We're gonna be sure to post this up on the Facebook page on Wednesday. We've been doing scary clips instead of uh, funny clips for the month of October. Hell yeah, yeah. We want to know what you guys think about this. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's questionable, but I mean, hey, who knows? You never know. There's so much fake footage. It's like if real footage comes out, how do we ever know if it's real these days? And to describe this footage to people, it's basically so. It looks like someone testing out their drone, kind of, you know, just getting footage of their house and their property. And he's kind of going back and forth, do, doing stuff over the driveway, testing it out. And then he flies kind of high and goes over the back area of his property. And there's. He catches some sort of, like, large black humanoid figure uh, walking through the woods. Now, it could just be someone. You know, wearing black sweatpants and black hoodie or whatever. But, I don't know. It looks... It doesn't look quite... Quite like that, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah no, I see that. Yeah, what's your know. take on it, seeing it for the first time? Uh, I feel like these guys kind of set Yeah, I mean, there's always that, too. and We, we talked about that last time with the uh, ghost video that we had posted. It's hard to tell these days. It's like, come on, man, you're going to tell me you're testing out the new drone and Bigfoot pops This is in Northern California that this happened. Who who knows? That's pretty close to you. Uh, Yeah, I'm not sure how far Roseville, California is from me. I'm going to look it up right now. I'm just like watching this on Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you want to write off these Bigfoot videos uh, when you see them. But then, like, some of them are a little bit more compelling and you're like, huh. That's that's weird. I gotta watch that again. I love the way they describe it. It's like indisputable proof that Bigfoot exists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's quite quite the clickbait. It's up near uh, Sacramento. It's outside of Sacramento, near the uh, Sierra Nevada mountains, towards like Lake Tahoe, almost. Oh yeah. So it's a good ways. It's it's like two hours, two and a half hours from me. I don't know drive. if uh, Bigfoot's coming into San Jose anytime soon. Nah, yeah, I wouldn't hold your breath. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our uh, our scary clip of the week. This is Full Starts, the show about those presumptuous pictures that studios were sure would spawn a franchise, but didn't. So back 
on Eternia, yeah. Skeletor sort of locates the key on Earth mm-hmm. with Google Maps <laughs> and then asks where his mercenaries are. He's had uh, to walk past those mercenaries <laughs> to get into the room. Yeah. Guys, Skeletor is rude. Go on. Okay, go on. Film does not know what mercenaries are. Evelyn assembles them, but then introduces them to Skeletor as his finest warriors. Are they his warriors or are they freelancers? Okay, name them. Beastman. Um, come ah. on, come on. There's at least one. You, there's one. There's an easy one. I, I know. It's, because some mother is always trying to ice skate uphill. The blade. Thank you. Yeah, that's <laughs> two. Uh, look, the <laughs> fact that we were able to name two. You named two. You were able to name two. Instantly uh, makes it better than Planet of the Apes. If you like that, you can hear more on iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitter, and Facebook at Full Starts Pod. Now we're moving on. We got some uh, some terrifying video games. It's me, Mario. There was a there was a few. I mean, there was a Resident Evil series. It was really really good. Um, did you play those growing up? Yeah, I definitely played a little bit of Resident Evil. Uh, it was always like really complicated the storylines, and I enjoyed it more for like the actual gameplay of like shooting the zombies and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the arcade games were always pretty cool. Definitely. And uh, Silent Hill was probably more. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. I would Silent play. Hill. PS One man. I remember being like, I don't even remember, probably like eight or nine, and that game just fucking terrifying the shit out of me. Oh yeah, complete mindfuck, dude. The game. Oh my god, so fucking horrifying. Silent Hill Two was really good too. That was a good follow up. I believe that was on PlayStation Two. I forget which Silent Hill it was, but I remember when I was first introduced to Silent Hill. Um, the person that was I was playing the game with, they said, you know, that they say the best time to play this is like the middle of the night with all the lights off. Like by yourself, and I was like, yeah. "That's horrifying. That oh, is yeah. a way, a good way to like get the shit scared out." That of sounds you. like the worst time to play it. <laughs> it's like it'll hype the experience so that you're yeah. actually that much more scared. Yeah, that's pretty oh, cool yeah. though. That's sort of how I felt about the game Outlast. Oh my god, that game! Which is I, I got that around last October, I think. Yeah, yeah. There's a uh, two of them out now, right? Yep, they, they put out a second one, and that one's creepy just because you can't attack. You can only hide or run, and you got to oh, find really? your way through, like, different areas with, like, psychopath killers and stuff like that. Is it a psych center as well, like the first one is? The first one is, yeah. It's set in a psychiatric center, and you're a journalist, and I think you have, like, a video camera that you can put into, like, night vision. That one was... Oof, I couldn't even beat that game. I still haven't beat it just because I'm... I'm too chicken shit to play all the way through it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude, do you remember uh, the one game, uh, Manhunt? Yes. Dude. dude. Oh, my God. That, that one game was, was crazy. Brutal. That one got banned in some countries. Yeah, yeah, well, it was fucking horrifying. You could kill people with, like, the most insane things. Plastic bags. The plastic Axes. bag was horrifying. Yeah, like, plastic bag, you just, like, fucking suffocate somebody. Oh. No the longer you would like hold the button, the more brutal the like attack would eventually be. Yeah, man, that was made by Rockstar too. I'm surprised they haven't brought it back, but it's probably like they were like, uh, we don't need any more controversy besides Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, and that was pushing the label, you know, pushing the yeah. over there. That and that was around the same time as like Grand Theft Auto Three, and like probably right after. Yeah. Maybe around Vice City. 
Um, Another one that I wanted to touch on was The Evil Within. Now, I only played a little bit of this game, but this is another horrifying one where you just, like, you're going to get murdered a ton of times uh, before, like, beating the game. Is is it the one where you're searching for your wife? Uh, I forget exactly what the story was with it, but uh, you're, like, trying to make your way out of this... uh, Mansion, right? Yeah, it's some sort of, like, murder house. It reminded me if anyone's seen the Hostel series oh my of movies. God. It, yeah. it was like someone being trapped within Hostel, like one of the Hostel houses and trying to find oh. her way out. Yeah, dude, terrifying fucking movie. Maybe I'm just like, Ugh. maybe I'm just a pussy or something, but I can't get through half of these horror-based games. Dude, you, no, like, you, I remember when we were playing Outlast, we were both talking about it. It's like, we can only play it in, like, little segments, because it's like, dude, it gets your heart elevated. It's, like, uncomfortable feeling, like... Dude, I, I couldn't even finish Max Payne. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I, I got to the much... scene where he's, like, dreaming, and there's, like, the, you hear the baby screaming in the background, and, like, that trail of blood, and I was just like, dude, this is fucking out. Oh, uh, yeah. Shit's terrifying. Yeah, I, I, I love terrifying games. They're fun, man. Especially when you get to yeah. the Halloween era time. It's it's a fun little thing, you know? Yeah, it's a good way to get you in the mood. Hell yeah. Get you jumping. Now, some not-so-terrifying games uh, are the games with gold that Xbox has given away this month. You had your hands on uh, Gone Home, the first game we're going to cover. I believe you said you beat it in an hour? <laughs> Just under an hour, I think. Uh, I want to say it was like maybe like 45 minutes or so. But uh, it was it was weird. It was like Mist or Riven, kind of. If if you'd ever played those computer games as a kid, where you're just sort of like walking around and like kind of solving puzzles and like you're reading notes and shit like that. Okay. And yeah, it wasn't hard to beat at all. You like, there's a very easy path that you follow to just kind of get your way through. Yeah. See, it looked it looked like it was really cool. The the way it was controlled, like, I saw, like, a few videos of people just controlling random things. Like, you could pick up things and put them back in place. and Yeah. You had to really, like, spin things to investigate all objects, which I thought was really cool. That's that's very true. It had, like, sort of puzzles that you had to make sure you were looking in the right places and move the objects so that you can get numbers for combinations and stuff like that. But it wasn't difficult. Like, I got, I beat the main story, but there were a lot more achievements on it than just like oh complete the main story and apparently it was like an award-winning computer game at one point okay it, it, that it's makes all sense. about the story if you pay attention to the story i really wasn't i was just flying through it trying it out fucking through it trying to get to the end game <laughs> that one's available for all of october for xbox one and it's worth it's worth playing i'd say check it out the next game we're going to cover is rayman 3 hd edition which uh, I didn't get my hands on, but I played it um, originally. That it reminds me of the uh, like Banjo and Kazooie or something oh, from like N sixty four. Yeah, yeah, it's just that like free like the Crash home. Bandicoot. Yeah, yeah, open like track fucking three D element. It is. It's kind of fun. I I prefer the Rayman games that are like platformers where you gotta like run and jump and do all 2D. that shit. Yeah, as yep. opposed to the three D ones. Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird. It's like when they did uh, Mario 3D. I was, yeah, I was just gonna say I I appreciate the Mario series 2D way more than the 3D ones. Even though that that was a definitely a cool game Mario 3D, but like just in terms of like Rayman and that platform, I don't I don't really appreciate it as much. Yeah, but you I've know, done Rayman 2D back in the day. 
Never done. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it does. It's a really rip off like Banjo Kazooie feel like Spyro the Dragon like. So many games yeah, have gone down exactly. this path before, so it's it's nothing new. It's a mindless game, and if you're a fan of the Rayman series, you know, fuck it. And plus, not to mention, it's free until the 15th. Yep, and that's one of the backwards compatible ones from Xbox 360. So I mean, that's also you kind of that's why you're getting an older style game. Yeah. Next one up is the Turing Test. That was this one's available from October 16th to October 15th, and it's a logic skill puzzler type of thing set on Jupiter's moon Europa. So it's like, uh, it, from what I saw of it, it looked like a space version of Portal. Okay. If anyone's so, ever played Portal or Portal Two, like physics based. Well, you're solving you're solving like puzzles. You know, it's like, oh, you need to hit something over there. To, in order to open up the door to go to the next place where there will be n- another thing to solve. Okay. And you're sort That's of making cool. your way through. But um, visually, it looks really cool because you are on like a space station sort of thing looking out and there's all kinds of badass things to look at graphics-wise. Okay, yeah. That's pretty dope. I'll definitely be checking that one out. I'm actually excited for that one. That's an Xbox One game. Okay. Like I said, available 16th to November 15th, so you have a whole month to grab that one. The last game we're going to touch on is Medal of Honor Airborne, which is a uh, port over from 360 as well. So it's a uh, backwards compatible one. It's pretty cool. It's a uh, World War II first person shooter. And uh, okay. it'll be available the same 15th through the end of uh, October. Yeah, and it's funny because I always forget about the Medal of Honor series. There's like Call of Duty and Battlefield. And then it's like, oh yeah, Medal of Honor. That's right. It's like the OG right there. <laughs> yeah, they were yeah that one was really good. Yeah, yeah. Their last one wasn't too good. Um, it, it was one of those games that quickly went to like a twenty dollar price range. That's yep. never a good sign. Um, and I played they it. They were they were the OGs. They were yeah. The old school ones, like including this one, were just solid. Especially the storyline in this one's pretty cool too. So. Uh, so yeah, it's definitely worth picking up. Hell yeah! Again, all these games are free. Why the fuck won't you pick them up? Yeah, right. So uh, check out Gone Home, Rayman 3 HD, The Turing Test, and Medal of Honor Airborne. All free till the dates that we listed. Now, we'll give you something else to do. We're going to talk about some of the best haunted attractions that you can visit. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's a time of the year, man. I'm actually going to one of these on this list. I feel privileged. It's uh, number two, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and Matt, actually, Matt, you should check that one out, too. We were talking about that earlier before the show. That's right over that my That one's in Ulster. Uh, we'll okay. actually get to, yeah, we'll get to we'll that get, one in we'll a second. We'll get to that one, yeah. The list we have is coming from hauntworld.com. We're going to post this up on uh, the Facebook so people can check this out. It's got the uh, top 15 haunted attractions in the country. Yeah, number one is uh, called Haunted Overload. This one's in Lee, New Hampshire. And Haunted Overload is an original outdoor haunt in a class of its own. It blends astounding handmade sets, gigantic monsters, spellbinding costumes with spectacular sound and light to create the ultimate Halloween experience. That is pretty dope, man. The the one we're talking about before is uh, number two, actually. Headless Horseman. And it's a hayride place that's located in Ulster Park, New York. Uh, Near Highland. You know, anybody from the Dutchess County area will know this place. It's... uh, it's Kingston. Or Kingston. Familiar with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's an amazing place, man. They got ten different buildings. Uh, they have a corn maze. They have the craziest hayride you'll ever go on. 
It's insane. And every year they reboot the whole, like, theme. So it's something new every year. You're not looking at the same shit. You can go every year and it'll be different. That's one of the big things I like about it. But the property's fucking huge. And the hayride goes on for a whole mile, so... It'll keep you entertained for hours at end. It's And it, it's really popular, too. You need to, like, make a reservation when you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure all these places are like that. You just don't walk in, really. You're probably going to see that it's sold out. They're only open in uh, these places for two or three months at most. So you got to get there quick during the uh, week of October. It's always good to go in, like, the beginning of October because there's not as much... Uh, demand in terms of lines and some people like go to these places at the end of september man and they go past october the past halloween as well our third selection here is the 13th gate in baton rouge louisiana 13th gate is all about extreme ultra realism the artists behind the massive dark attraction are experts at blurring the lines between horror and reality and guests frequently wonder between screams whether they're if whether what they're experiencing is real or not oh cool and they have like Hollywood style set design. They have a, they feature a real snake infested Louisiana swamp, nightly voodoo shows, claustrophobic cellars, hidden subterranean passages, and even prehistoric ice cave, all woven together as a masterful sort of attraction. That's pretty cool. Yeah. They have a forty thousand foot outdoor uh, New Orleans style cemetery that has over four hundred zombie infested crypts. Now, we were all saying before we've, we've never actually been to Louisiana, but we were saying that that this would be a cool enough attraction to hit up while you're down there. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, man. It, it looks crazy. I'm surprised. One of the sad things about this list of uh, 15 places is California has nothing on it. Really? Nothing? Yeah, it's so weird. Why are you guys down on the horror game? I don't know. They don't, they don't do the uh, end of the year holidays right out here. You're making all the movies. What the fuck? <laughs> Number four on our list is the Dent Schoolhouse in Cincinnati, Ohio. And uh, it's really cool because it takes place in an actual haunted schoolhouse that has a whole uh, history behind it. And the, the setup is like a, a murderous janitor is the whole theme behind it. And it's got a pretty cool look to it. The whole place is set up around the schoolhouse, but they got a lot going on. Our fifth and final attraction that we're going to talk about is called Netherworld, and that's in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, you can go to their website, fearworld.com, which is kind of cool that they got that domain. Uh, it's a self-guided uh, tour with dark, and it's all dark with like over-the-top special effects, intense makeup, elaborate costuming, skilled stunt actors, and like those are the small things that if they put enough effort into it, it actually makes it really great. I always found when they can have people flying over top of you or like, you know, jumping off of a springboard and like having blood splatter or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Everybody expects somebody to just pop out from behind something. If you can do a new element, it definitely always expect. Yeah, them. yeah. Now I remember even at the uh, headless horseman that we talked about before, there they had people on like zip lines going across the top, like when you weren't expecting it. Yeah, and th- that's the kind of thing where you always got to be looking. And they kind of pride themselves there at Netherworld in Atlanta, Georgia. They say that they're always changing it up from year to year to keep people interested and going hell yeah man it gets old if you go to the same place and they got the same theme every year it's like oh you've seen it why would you go again right so we'll be sure to post this article up on the facebook page that way if uh you want to check out the other 10 that we didn't get to you can check them out and hopefully there's something near you that you can go to and 
get scared a little bit this Halloween. Hell yeah. And I think that brings us to the end of the show. This is uh, the best yeah. part, the meat of the show, where we do all of our plugs. Matt, do you have uh, anything you want to plug out? Uh, yeah, I guess I could plug out a cartoon I'm working on, uh, Walking Whale, at W-O-K-N-W-H-A-L-E. Definitely give it a look. It's pretty interesting. And that's sa- same thing on Facebook and Instagram and all yeah, that? Yeah, same through all platforms. Very raunchy. You know, if you're a fan of South Park, Rick and Morty, definitely check it out. Yeah, everything I've seen so far, I've definitely enjoyed. I've seen the promos. You haven't uh, released the full episodes yet, right? Nah, you know, it's, 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 it takes some time. It's Yeah, oh yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah. And if you wanted to check us out, check out our Facebook at American Slacker Podcast. And don't forget to stop by the American Slackers group where we're uh, discussing all kinds of weird shit and anything funny. Also, check out our Instagram, American Slacker Podcast. We post all the promos for the show. You'll find our artwork and all kinds of cool images. And don't forget to stop by the website, americanslackerpodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Reddit at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R podcast. And you can also find all of our episodes on YouTube, along with our bonus episodes and all that fun stuff. Please rate and review us on iTunes, five stars or nothing, and tell a friend about the show. Send us an email, americanslackerpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out our Spotify playlist where we have all the artists that we've covered on the show. Search American Slacker Podcast and you'll be listening in no time. You can also become a Patreon sponsor of the show, which gives you access to some bonus recordings that we've recorded. You know, you'll get a shout out at the top like those lovely people we talked about earlier. You can also ask us a question. We'll add you on to our uh, Xbox friends list. All kinds of good stuff. And just the fact that you're supporting us warms the cockles of our hearts if we had to say. <laughs> yes, I would definitely say that's fair to say. <laughs> We're also looking for any animators. Get in, get in touch with us. Hey, Matt, you might know an animator. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely chat about that. Dude, I'll tell you right now, it's, it's not easy finding someone that's uh, dedicated on that. Don't forget to check out our personal stuff. My personal Instagram is MWG Media. My Snapchat and Gamertag are Matty G from HP. And you can find me on all the social media at Landers the Plane. Well, thank you for coming on the show, Matt. We really appreciate it. And uh, until next time, that's it. There you go.